In reality, you can't rely on others for these needs. You have to prepare for them yourself. You have to fund them yourself. So overall, for me, what I think is on a long-term basis, I'm an advocate of building that emergency fund up to at least a year of living expenses, including debt service. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. In this episode, we'll discuss part two of our ideas to implement in the new year to improve your financial life. In this episode, we'll offer an additional 11 ideas for 2022. Now, just a reminder, there is a blog post that for those of you who like the written word that will go through each of the ideas presented today and give you detailed content. So let's begin with idea number 12. Idea 12, look into adding an umbrella policy to your insurance coverages. What you should do is work with your general insurance agency or company to see if an umbrella insurance policy makes sense for you. Umbrella insurance is an extra layer of insurance that provides protection beyond your existing policy coverage limits. For instance, you might have $300,000 of liability protection for your automobile insurance. It provides coverage above that. I have a a blog post, which I'll reference in today's show notes, that goes into detail exactly what a personal umbrella policy is and what it does for you. But overall, what it does, it provides extra coverage for injuries, property damage, certain lawsuits, and personal liability situations. It fills in the gaps where your base coverage may not have sufficient coverage. So overall, it's a layer of protection that sits above your core policies. And that's why they call it an umbrella policy. All right, idea 13, prepare for filing your 2021 income tax returns. If there was every year to get a head start on doing your taxes, this is it. With the extra pandemic benefits provided to individuals this year, you may have much to sort through. Also remember, if you did an example of all the changes that are taking place, if you received unemployment compensation payments this year, they are fully taxable versus in 2020, you had an exclusion. So a lot of changes get going early on this. It, it can really save you a lot of money and prepare you for any potential taxes that you might owe. All right, idea 14, get a fulfilling stage income checkup. Well, those of you that are in your 40s and, and aging on, it's a really good idea that each year, just like you get your annual medical exam, that you sit down and do an examination of what you're saving for later years and what income those savings are going to generate. I cannot tell you how important it is to understand that you're very likely to live well past age 85 and you need to plan for your money to pay the expenses of your life in those later years. Many of you are going to live to 90. If you're a young adult listening today, you'll probably learn live to be around 100. So significant. Get, sit down and do a checkup to make sure that you're on track to have the income you need when you stop working full time. Idea number 15, fully fund your emergency fund. The pandemic has taught us 
that we should have at least six months of cash expenses on expenses on hand to protect against the uncertainties of the financial verse. And these include unexpected medical bills, the loss of your job, family emergencies, and home or car repairs. In reality, you can't rely on others for these needs. You have to prepare for them yourself. You have to fund them yourself. So overall, for me, what I think is on a long-term basis, I'm an advocate of building that emergency fund up to at least a year of living expenses, including debt service. All right, idea 16, set up an IRA. If you are not covered by a pension plan at work and you have the ability to set up an IRA, it's, it's a great idea. Remember, many financial experts estimate that you're gonna need from 60 to 100% of your pre-retirement income to support your financial needs for later in life. So using an IRA to help accumulate that money for later in life is significant. It will supplement the current savings you get from your uh, employer-sponsored plans. And again, I can't tell you how important it is to save as much as you can with all the uncertainties we face in our society today. Idea 17, ladder your savings accounts. Now, especially in a, in a rising rate environment that we're likely to see over the next few years, it's important to ladder your savings accounts. So let me talk to you more about that. Many times savers hurt themselves by opening a single certificate of deposit at a local bank or an internet bank, just a single one. In fact, there are advantages to parking your money in multiple certificates of deposit with different maturity dates by creating what's called a CD ladder. Building a CD ladder isn't as complicated as it sounds. It really simply involves a saver buying multiple certificates of deposit that mature at different intervals. For example, while you're opening a one-year CD, you could open a three-year and five-year CD at the same time. By having different maturity dates, you're protecting yourself against rates changing. So uh, that's something you should take a look at and make sure you're not too long or too short that you've got this ladder going on so you can reinvest the money at the then current interest rates. Idea 18, get a general insurance checkup. One of the things I suggest is people make a listing or take an inventory of all the insurance policies that they have. This would include their car insurance, homeowners, renters, personal liability, any accident insurance, and any personal umbrella coverage that you have. And I would arrange to meet with your general insurance agent or uh, contact directly with, if you're doing it directly, with the company that insures you and make sure the policies provide the coverage that you need at a cost-effective premium. And uh, it's really, really important to, to do that. And uh, it'll save you a lot of money each year. Idea 19, change your money mindset. Again, one of the best ways to reduce financial stress and anxiety is to change your thoughts about money. And remember, in money, we are what we think. What this means is that you need to be aware of how you approach money, understanding what your spending and saving habits are, and how you are explicitly making money decisions each day. Having this awareness and making it part of how you conduct your life will lead to better money decisions. Now, with the new year starting, it's a great time to think about, can I do a better job with my money mindset? Idea 20, look for a new job or side hustle. So much time is spent in a lot of the financial media about telling people on how to save money on their expenses 
when maybe they're managing their expenses quite well and what they need is more income. So one of the things you might want to look at is looking for a new job to get more income, to be paid more what you're worth, if you will, or to take on a side hustle. So these are really important uh, ideas, if you will. And also, um, uh, you could get a raise during the course of a year, look for a promotion, do what you can to increase the inflow of your, uh, your cash plan in addition to just reducing your outflow through expense management. But idea 21, you need to review your living expenses. And I think this is important for a number of reasons. What does it cost to live? How much do you spend each year to live? Is there a baseline amount you need to live? And these are questions that people ask as they begin to look at what they spend each year and how it compares to other people. So comparison shopping here and comparison spending is important. And what I believe is that each year you should look at what you're spending to live and make decisions on the appropriateness of each expenditure. Now, if you're looking to do this and you're looking for a resource, there is one. Now, it, it won't put you to sleep, I promise, but there, there is a reliable source. And that reliable source is the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And each year it publishes a survey of what families spend on expenditures, what they earn, and other demographic information. So if you go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics website at bls.gov, this uh, comprehensive survey that they provide goes through things in great detail for you. It'll give you a number of different ideas. Remember, the cost of your lifestyle determines your basic outflow needs as you do your cash flow planning. And these needs differ for each household and are based on their daily decision as decisions as to what's important to them. Now, if you're looking for ideas on how to save money, where you can find cost savings, you can always purchase my book, The Financial First Guide to Savings, 600 Practical Cash Savings Ideas. I've done the homework for you. And I have researched practical cash savings ideas for many segments of your financial life. It's there for you to use. Please, a, a copy will more than pay for itself. I think people who buy the book should save at least $600 a year, well worth the price of uh, the publication. Now, idea number 22, spend 17 minutes a day on your money matters. As I write in my blog and in my books, financial literacy and knowledge is the utmost importance. Now, there's a recent survey from Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company that says that the average person spends two minutes and 24 seconds every day on financial matters, two minutes and 24 seconds. By the way, I think most people spend about two and a half hours on social media each day. So in order to improve your money knowledge, I believe you need to spend two hours a week, 17 minutes a day, studying the world of personal finance and working on your money. Knowledge is power. You can make boosting your financial literacy a priority. Now, so much information is available today from this podcast, from the Financial Verse website, through others that I reference in the resources section of, our, uh, of the website. It's all provided to you at no cost, and it can be accessed a number of different ways. So please take advantage of all the resources that are available. Be disciplined two hours a week, 17 minutes a day. You'll, your money knowledge, as you improve it, it will pay dividends for you year after year. So to summarize, we wish you the best as you plan your financial life for 2022. The 22 ideas that we've presented in these two episodes may help you gain money success in the new year. 
consider each of them as, as ways or ideas to help you reach your goals. Remember, each week, the Financial Verse publishes two Money Saver blog posts and offers two Financial Verse podcast episodes with ideas that you can use to improve your financial health and well-being. If you're not a subscriber, just go to the website and enroll. It's very easy. And you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So that's it for today. We look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financial Verse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financial Verse, please visit financialverse.com.